guys and welcome to another episode of Two Tired Moms. I'm your host Victoria and I have got with me two wonderful guests as always. I have got the beautiful Mrs. Lola Basari and Mrs. Priscilla mm-hmm. Umado. I'm going to let them just like kind of introduce themselves and what they do and what they're about before we get started. Who wants to go first? I'll go second. <laughs> 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 okay, Priscilla. <laughs> all right, so um, thank you, first of all, Vicky, Victoria, for having me. It's, um, it's really much. nice to be here, and I've been listening to the podcast, and it's so funny and, and so <laughs> real. And um, that's one of the things I really love about it, and it's a reflection of you, actually. It's one of the things I love about you. So, um, yeah, my name's Nola Basari, and some people call me Mrs. B. Um, I'm in education so I'm an education consultant but I love marriage and um, I have a marriage ministry and um, I'll be married seven years next month and it's been an interesting interesting (laughs) journey but um, God is awesome so yeah but yeah I love I love all things marriage basically yeah brilliant no, that's um, is that is that my cue to go? I'm Priscilla Hamado. Um, yeah, I've been married three years. I literally just hit my three years anniversary. So praise to God. Um, yeah, I um, <laughs> I I'm full time clinical researcher actually, um, and um, I do other things on social media and media. I Let guess. us know um, what you do. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Um, yeah, so um, I model part-time. Ish. Yeah, I mean, I used to model more body, before, yeah. but um, no, please, don't, no, please. It's, it's, yeah. I'm fat. <laughs> I, I'm, my belly, you can't see it. It's always hidden. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I model part-time and um, I just started my business online as well. So I've got an online shop for females. Um, yeah, so um, currently, I guess I've been, even though I've been married for three years, I feel like I, I guess I've known my husband for, we're in our 13 years of friendship, I guess. We are childhood friends. So yeah, so it's beautiful. I love marriage. Um, I just feel like I'm kind of married to my best friend. So yeah, yeah I'm really excited about this podcast, actually. Um, hopefully, people can take some useful things from this actually yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's really amazing I can't, you guys so basically you guys have been together wait is it still 13 years or is it 20 years my maths is so um, well no so we met when i, I was 16 so oh, yeah, okay. almost 14 years yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah that's a very long time <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I guess yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Marriage we all aspire to be know. there, but girls great is. I don't know why Lola came off Instagram, guys, but she Mrs. B yeah. marriage course was something that I was looking forward yeah. to. And she decided to come off Instagram and now we have to be messaging now on WhatsApp. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? It's actually um so next month will be a whole year off of Instagram and it's something that God actually told me to do. And um, the funny thing is at first it was just supposed to be a year. And then in January this year, he was like, actually make it three. Wow. And okay. I remember being like, like what? 
and I even I even had to ask my pastor. I was like, Pastor, this is what I'm hearing. Like, can you pray? Like, what, what <laughs> if I even be there in three years' time? But it was literally like God was saying, "There's more things you need to learn before yeah. you mm. before I take you back out there." And um, so my pastor was like, "Just see it as like a three-year degree, yeah. and mm. he's teaching you more before you." pouring more into others and to focus more on individual one-to-one and I've been doing a lot of like individual with wives and I can see I understand why like um, during this time there's a lot of things that I feel I've I've been able to help women with that I wouldn't have been able to do when you're doing the general Mm. reach so I'm studying as I'm Uh, helping at the same time like that yeah. yeah amazing but later yeah. we need to do that later though so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no but, um so let's just get right into it guys i mean but i've been married i'm gonna say this on the low so i've been married two years it's gonna be no god what are you in, <laughs> we're, in 2020. we're still in 2020 <laughs> it's two years <laughs> next week but I've decided oh, wow. to say anything. I'm not saying anything. I want to see if he remembers. Anyway, remember two years, and uh, yeah, and oh my man, guys, if I could throw, if I could, me and God need to have a chat <laughs> because <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, <laughs> why? I want to go through this. But um, I think that's why, obviously, when I when I decided to when we decided to do this season, and we really wanted to focus on relationships. And Priscilla, you literally just came to my mind because I know you and um, your husband you've known each other for the longest, and you guys are married as well. And I see, obviously, see you guys from social media, and I, I obviously know you from uni as well. And I used to mm. see both of you together. Then, I, yeah, <laughs> both of you just you, you you. There's a genuine friendship. I can see that and I really believe that if you have that within your marriage it just makes everything so much better and Lola I've only known you a few years but yeah your husband I don't know if it's the marriage cost that helps as well but (laughs) you're very open to learning and um just keep I think it's both of you you and your husband both actually you're both very open to learning new things and making it work so I, mm-hmm. I just thought no the both of you would just be perfect for this episode and just um I really just wanted to have a discussion yeah so it's not both of you. I'm not gonna be asking questions. <laughs> questions it's just a general discussion on what marriage has been like for you guys what you've learned mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. you think others can learn from you as well mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. let's just go so what has Priscilla, you've been married three years. What has marriage mm-hmm. been like for you? Obviously, apart from the friendship that you guys had before, what did you think marriage was going to be like? And has that been what you thought? You know, it's so strange because when I before I got married, like everybody kept saying, oh, it's not the same as dating. I know you guys have been dating for so long. It's not the same. Trust me, when you guys live together, you're going to see how messy this is going to be. You're going to do, you're going to yeah. see this. And I was like, he's not a messy person, you know, like he's actually cool. And they're like, trust me, see the true colors. I just used to hear that a lot. <laughs> I used to hear that a lot. And then, um, the earrings are can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. sorry. Let me take it off. Can you hear me better? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So like, yeah, I just used to hear a lot of, um, 
yeah, like this, you're going to see the real him. You're going to do this. You're going to, it's not negative, like things all the time, but it was like mostly people saying, actually, you're going to experience this. You're going to see the real them. You're going to do that. And I think what I've actually learned um, is it it wasn't anything like that. I think marriages were how I've made it. Um, We've kind of still been really close. I mean, it's been really challenging in terms of, just other things in general, um, family, like other things that have made it challenging. Mm-hmm. But in general, both of us, I think we've actually made it work. We've kind of, um, we had a counselling sessions before we um, got married, our pastor. And mm-hmm. um, those are the things we really wanted to work on, like to make sure we keep like the marriage there. So we kind of kept dating, even though we're married, we just kept making sure we're dating. We were mm. always like communicating. Um, we, I can, we kind of do everything together. Nothing's really changed except for the sexual aspect of it. But mm. we've kind of really built the friendship in that sense. And um, if I don't like something, I tell him. We don't like sleep on things. We don't, uh, we don't let arguments drag on. Like I, I don't think I've ever gone a day without kind of laying an argument and go to bed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of make sure we speak about it by the end of the day. So it's really worked. I think it's worked. Um, I'm enjoying marriage. So yeah, I think so far, um, marriage is not what I expected it to be. It's actually better. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm an advocate for marriage. <laughs> so yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, people get married. Not, don't go get married like that, but you know, find someone who's right for you and get yeah. married. But yeah. I'm an advocate for marriage because I think it's a beautiful thing. So yeah. Mm. What about you, Lola? Seven years. <laughs> and two boys. <laughs> and two boys. <laughs> so um it's 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 so interesting and it's so lovely and amazing all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like even if I refer to the whole thing of God telling me to step off of Instagram for a bit was probably a bit of a humbling um process for me as well. And I remember the way how I even got called, shall I say, into marriage ministry was because um, my husband and I, we've known each other, we've been friends for 10 years this summer. And um, when we, when I was asking God for a husband, I literally like prayed and fasted, like I did a week of prayer and fasting. And I was just like, God, I've tried to do this my own way and it hasn't worked. So, you know, they say you're the beginning and the end. So mm. if you know the end, the beginning, that means, you know, before I was formed in my mother's womb, you already knew who I was going to end up with. So, yeah. <laughs> so that person, just, yeah, him, bring him. <laughs> so like, that's literally the prayer I, I said with God at the beginning of that week of prayer and fasting, specifically for my husband. And at the end of that week is when he came back into my life. And so we we kind of built our friendship that way. And then it turned out that he was actually a Muslim, which I didn't know after like knowing him for a few years, but he kept it quiet because he knew how Christian I was. So when that all blew up, um, it just came to a point where part of my testimony is that I just started getting like angelic visitations and like trips to heaven. And God was telling me, this is your husband. Um, He's going to find Christ, but you're not allowed to tell him. Mm. And eventually he found Christ and that's how uh, the marriage formed and then also the ministry with it. And um, I just kind of 
went on a rampage like I know everything about marriage because I had supernatural experiences and you know blah 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 there's blog me all over social media and stuff yeah. and I remember one one day one one lady said to me but at, you know at such a young age I was 25 when I got married and um, she was like oh don't you feel like you're a bit too young to be given advice and I was like well Timothy in the bible was young and you know <laughs> And um, I felt like I, I had a lot to say. And they were like valid and genuine as well. But I also feel like God was also telling me that my daughter does wait. <laughs> and I can honestly hands up say, apart from the fact that we had um, the struggle of like going through fertility issues and, and that testimony in itself is, is how our, our two boys came. Yeah. Um, that was literally the only thing that we we ever saw as like a struggle in our marriage that how do we relate to each other when he does he he knows his wife is like hurting and and feels like he can't give her what she she wants and all of that you know but other than that we I mean best friends love it everything we would be so intentional with dating going away all Mm. of that stuff and for me, yeah, one, year, two, year, three, year, four, year, five of marriage were like the best years of my life. All those people who were like, who were like, oh, you guys are young. Why do you want to get married now? I was like, ha, eat dust. And then in year six, you know, they say six is the number of man. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah six was like god where are you (laughs) it was just like anything that could go wrong happened in that year like things that I had never had to face before things like um in-law drama or insecurity that's been my life so yeah I've had that back 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 (laughs) (laughs) there was there was like you know things that like you know I've, I've never had trust issues before they all or everything came mm-hmm. flooding the the bird not sorry not the burden the gift <laughs> of two children um but being so close in age they're 20 months apart where it took us three years fertility miscarriage everything to have one child mm. the second one just came I found out I was two months pregnant when the first one turned one it was like God was just like, shut up, bam. So having a, a toddler and a newborn and my husband was working away, it was, it was a lot. And year six was just like my moment of that thing of like, you know, in marriage, they say it's you, your husband and Christ. I felt like I'd been saying that, but living off of the remnants of like my old testimonies. Yeah. But I hadn't been like actively inviting Christ every day into this thing because (laughs) yeah so it was um it was a a really tough year and it was a really big eye-opener as well and I think God made me see that there are a lot of other women who are struggling in marriage and maybe don't know how to voice it as well so um it's important to be able to maybe identify with with that sometimes and and my my pastor says it it in a way that like god just knocked you off cloud nine and brought you down to a bit of reality but it's good and i'm grateful for like the experiences and everything so yeah (laughs) but it's it is beautiful 
I feel like every woman goes through, like, in marriage, like, the stages that you go through, it differs for all women. Like, some people will experience it, like, you're experiencing it in, like, six, after five years of marriage. Priscilla, you mean, you never experience it. (laughs) I'm just like... When does it get right? (laughs) Mm. I I guess um, it's just the willingness to make Mm -hmm. it work on both parts that's what makes it last long whereas Mm -hmm. when it's just one party that's making it work and it it just it just gets really I think that's where it gets really messy but um there was something you said Priscilla I had it in my head and now it's just gone off my head that I really resonated drama (laughs) no but apart from do you know what I'm quite lucky I I pray to God it stays that way in Jesus name amen do you know, I think I'm one of those women that when I was looking for a husband, I, I never prayed for a husband. I prayed for a mother-in-law. <laughs> like, oh, do you know, do you know what's like, funny? I didn't, I don't think I prayed back then. I, I don't think I prayed. I'm, I'm being honest. Because everyone's like, I meet people and they're like, oh, I'm praying for a husband. I'm praying for this. Yeah, I know yeah. this. And, I, and I'm like, oh, um, I never, it's weird. I, know, I guess we're friends. So I never really prayed. Yeah. I think that's a problem I had. Not, mm. It's not a problem per se. But we had very similar family lives. So we both have a yeah. very similar family background. Like literally, I, I like exact family life. Yeah. So we both have like mm-hmm. step families and all that. So mm-hmm. that's how we became friends in the first place. Each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I should have probably prayed for other things. <laughs> nah, but hey, if it's working for you, it's working for you. It's never too late. It's working. There's a battle, you know. It's never too late. But like I said, I prayed for. I just prayed for a good mother-in-law. So on that side, I'm like, yeah. I'm good. Nobody <laughs> 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 else tries to come in. But on yeah. that, good. but um, no, husband-wise, I didn't pray. So, but. I take what God gives me. <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer in God never gives you more than you can handle. So that's uh, definitely, that's definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. Um, so what, like, because obviously, Lola, you've mentioned Priscilla. I'm coming back to you actually. So Lola, you've got two boys, and then you've mentioned mm-hmm. um, obviously you had you, you went through the whole stages of infertility and miscarriages and stuff like that. What mm-hmm. was that like for your marriage? Like, what was that pressure like for your marriage, and how did you guys work through that? Mm. So when um, before I actually before my husband and I got together. Um, God had actually shown me my children and like their names so I I knew that we are having children yeah. and like to the point that I I actually bought like their bathrobes had the in fact look okay well it's because it's you can't see it's record it's a video but here's like one of them and it has the name like Joshua and then one for Josiah as well and I was like I'm determined that this is what God showed me this is what I'm going to have so when we first started dating I was like okay so by the way these are some clothes I bought for our children and he was just looking at me like Whoa. <laughs> uh, where oh, I ain't even okay. proposed okay, okay you know exactly <laughs> they're like but I believe like when God shows you something yeah that is it and and I think the problem that we have sometimes is trying to figure out the how and the when that it's going to come to pass and I and I think that doing that added 
extra stress. It's kind of like, you know, when he promised Abraham, you're going to have a child and they were trying to figure out how to know, okay, it must be like this, like this, like this. Let's bring Ishmael, you know? And we kind of just went through everything of why is it not working? And for me, I was like, I've, I like I didn't have sex before marriage. So why do I feel like I'm being punished in some way or something mm-hmm. by not being able to conceive now like if we'd done it before i would have had kids you know yeah. and um it was just that thing of like just bringing god into it bringing god into it bringing god into it but because we're human at the same time doubts fear all of that come in yeah and, you know like feeling some kind of way when other people are i'm being 100 percent honest feeling in, in a weird way when other people around you are having children yeah, yeah. and 100%. You, you question God, like, you know, 100%. their characters as well. And you're like, well, God, this, this person did this. And like, you know, <laughs> it's such human nature. This girl in uni was not a good girl. How is she? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> there was one time I thought that about someone who, got pregnant and I was like but god this person was always lying always doing this like why and then and then she actually gave birth and lost the baby a few minutes after giving birth and once that happened I was just like god I'm never never going to look at any what what anyone has and be wishing for yeah I'm just like Mm. you are you are the master creator you know the lot that you've apportioned and assigned to each and every one of us I believe that you showed me these children and I will wait for you and going through uh that that journey and your husband trying to understand what you're going through but not really exactly was was difficult Mm. and sometimes I feel like people are always like oh my gosh how's the wife feeling but people don't ask mm. enough questions about how the man is doing it because this guy mm. is supposed to be the head of the home he's supposed to be leading you and he he feels helpless and when a man who's supposed to be leading the home spiritually physically everything feels helpless it can have repercussions like on all levels as well so mm. i'm just really grateful to god that i had a really close friend who was going through the same thing and we were able to encourage each other at that you know as we were both going yeah. through that and part of it is being open about what you're going through like you'll be surprised how many women have been through miscarriages or um had fertility issues but don't say anything yeah. and once you open up just that the ability to share and confide with someone you can form prayer partners you can form prayer bonds like this particular lady and i we now did a, a prayer room and 6am every morning, she will go to her spare room. I would go to my spare room and we will declare that this will be our baby rooms and we will pray together. And we both, literally we both gave birth in the same year, like eventually. So God just Grace. does mm. it. But that thing of remembering that he is in control and trying to stop yeah. taking control ourselves, you know? So um, it is really tough. It's tough, but it, it's, I think, speaking about it and involving your husband in the process really helps because when Mm. men shut down their emotions and feel like they've been shut out it's it's difficult to try and connect Mm. with them yeah yeah i can imagine but yeah i one thing i wanted to share though was um like what i've noticed on instagram because obviously we touched on the topic of obviously like you know like you're talking about your um what you went through um before you had your babies and I've noticed like 
mothers support mothers on Instagram quite nicely. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. I see like obviously like um, mothers, the mothers on Instagram that I've seen, they're very supportive for each other. Like I see a lot of them, you know, tagging each other, you know, supporting mm-hmm. each other, following each other. It's quite nice. But then I've noticed as well, like there isn't much support for non-Instagram mothers. When I say this is that, so let's say, obviously I've been married for three years, you know, I, I mean, I'm, nothing's on Instagram or nothing, you know, and um, you, you don't get the same love from, unless they know you, you don't get mm. the same love, like, like the, the relationship that is formed between the mothers. Mm. So I say this because it's like, um, it's one thing that I wanted to work, I've, I've, I've actually decided to work on myself because I check up on a lot of people, like I've, I follow people on Instagram and I, I show love now. Like I, I didn't used to do that before, but I show love all the time because I realized um, sometimes people in certain situations that have, you know, don't have everything on Instagram yeah. may, may need help, may yeah. need support. You don't know anybody, you don't know everybody from Instagram. You don't know every mother or married person on Instagram. You don't know that. So I think the best way is for love to be shown regardless. When I say this is that people don't do it on purpose because obviously if I'm a mother, let's say I'm a mother and you're mm-hmm. a mother and I've seen, oh my God, look at the beef of kids. I've got beef kids. I'll be like, oh, I love your kids. And then you'd be like, I love your kids. And then it's like Instagram motherhood, like a whole yeah, thing yeah. is formed. Yeah. But then there's people going through so much that can't share that, that can't show yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be so nice for somebody who's like, you've been through, like you, what you've been through, let's say you're on Instagram, to just, like you've seen a married couple, you know, maybe they've married for four years, five years, and you can't see anything on social media. You don't know anything, yeah. like, you know, maybe they don't have children. Maybe yeah. they're struggling to have children. You don't know that. They haven't shared that. Yeah. But I think it would be lovely for that love to, res- like, to be shown to people yeah. just because you don't know who can confide you. You don't know what people are going through. And I think that's one thing I really have decided to do now like I do show a lot of love on people that I might not meet I don't mind not know somebody I just see that oh like look at this couple they look really pretty and I'll be like oh you look so pretty and I think mm. I've had people even like DM me after I've shown love on their page to literally be like oh I got married like and literally confided and like I've, I've had mm. random people confide in me that I, I didn't think they should right yeah, like I've, yeah. I've built friendships social media friendships for people that have literally just confided because I've just shown love and I yeah. really think that whole motherhood that love that mothers show with each other on Instagram would be so lovely for them to be shown to others that could maybe have like married couples that they've yeah, just seen just just kind of because you just don't know what people are going through I just think that's just something that I just I just thought um yeah you, you know, know like obviously my issue with social media is I hate it. <laughs> Honestly, not for the things that I have to do. I wouldn't yeah. on there. And yeah. even with the whole motherhood groups, yeah. I still find that support is only shown when they know each other. Mm. Or, you know, the numbers are there. Mm. It's quite nifty, isn't like it? That. Whereas... So, for example, with Two Tired Moms page, I, I rarely post on there because, honestly, mm. I don't have nothing to say to you people. And my whole idea is the only reason we've created the Instagram page is obviously to build engagement. Yeah. My main thing is the podcast. Like, I want to talk mm. to people and have conversations yeah. with people. Mm. And after that, it's just like, well, I don't really 
I don't want to be doing it for the likes. I don't want to be doing yeah. it for the numbers because that's not mm-hmm. what I'm about. So mm-hmm. it, it's even it's hard for me to even build engagement because I'm just like, obviously, if I see something yeah. I like it, I'll come in. You know, this is really nice. Well done, yeah. to you guys. Mm-hmm. This and that. I'll show you love if I ever need to. But mm-hmm. um, I, I understand what you mean. I feel like, um, and this is the case with all aspects of social media at mm-hmm. the moment, is the fact that it can seem a bit cliquey. So. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably what Priscilla was 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 saying with like it was easy to show um, mm-hmm. Instagram mum love that um, kind of thing yeah. like so I run this mum's thing I run this mum's thing and like oh yeah his pictures here's blah 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 but in terms of like true genuine engagement so like for example two tired mums that podcast I mean when I listened to um, the the episode about you know the 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 was it the piles and all that you know. It's like, <laughs> You know that is that is that is real, and that is yes. not not yes. some some edited picture no or some big something <laughs> to get so many likes and you know exactly or like, yeah. you know and 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 the, oh, the the other thing is you know how it's like it's actually a thing now the whole Instagram versus reality but it's I mean it's so true and for a lot of mums they're out there maybe like you're breastfeeding with one hand and scrolling mm. through instagram on the other because like the go low, low away time mm-hmm. and you're it's so easy to compare and stuff and like oh but i don't mm. do it I as in if i tell you where i'm coming from today i um i organized one of my best friend's baby showers today from high school and the school i went to is like it was predominantly jewish and mm. the people are very wealthy and it's you know, and like from some of the discussions that we were having, it became so apparent to me how I was the only black girl there or lady. It, it became so apparent to me how different experiences of motherhood are because yeah. these girls were talking about um, having a, a night nurse. Do you wow. know what a night nurse is? I wish. Wow. I wish. A night nurse, wow. A night nurse is a nurse <laughs> yeah. you hire to stay in your house just to work during the night she'll be there during as in you're you're paying for her to be there all the time but she only works at night 160 her husband is there but works um full-time at home and she doesn't want to disturb so her mother is there but she knows that her mum will um doesn't mind helping out during the day but is won't do night so they have a night nurse 160 pound every night and that is and that is normal is normal so do you see how that person's experience of motherhood would be so completely different but do you know what, what is also the case is when i went to this school one of the things i noticed was even though all these people came from wealth there was also a sense of detachment from their family members and i understand now that if you are a baby and you are spending all your time with night nurse nurse. nurse. Mm. your attachment to your mother and other is going to be a bit different from you know the mom that was there half asleep with her boob in your mouth like (laughs) you know the the realities of of it so (laughs) we have to be so careful whilst looking at instagram as mothers and trying and like comparing because Mm -hmm. It's different. <laughs> Honestly, some mums will have you questioning your own sanity. Like, 
am I actually, <laughs> do I need to, do I need to feed my child what she's feeding our child? Like, mm-hmm. is my child eating well? Like, honestly, mm-hmm. you go through some pages and you're just like. But I think, you know, like, I think that the main <laughs> issue for me is people need to assess their mental state and yeah. their, what they can take before yeah. put, throwing something out there. I, mm-hmm. I really believe in that because for me, I, I'm the kind of, let's, let's put it this way. Like, if someone insulted me, Listen, I've got mouth. I, I may have to pray and then come back and be like, okay, you know what? I'll let you go. But yeah. I know I'm coming back like, okay. But let's say, you know, I had children and then I put, you know, I put my children there and then I, someone said, oh, this child is so ugly. Look at their feet. Ah! Mm-hmm. I will never take that lightly. I know yeah. myself. I know my heart. I know my pain. I know my struggle. I know myself. Mm-hmm. And that's not for me. That's, there's no yeah look that's that's out of bounds like there's, there's more, so I, I will never put myself in that position because <laughs> i can't control somebody else i can only control me yeah mm-hmm. so i get so many people that, that that talk about certain things that they've put out there and things that they're getting back and i'm like once you put something out there that's it, it that, that really is it i mean as sad as it is this world people should be thinking before they talk but not everybody thinks before they talk so yeah. i just feel mm-hmm. like a lot of mental health, you know, with my, like, even when you talk, you, I mean, I, I've got loads of friends who've got children. I've got loads of friends around me that have got children and I speak to them. And a lot of people that would experience this whole depression and the whole, mm-hmm. you know, those things are, you have to understand those things are so real. So you have to be careful what you put out there. Yeah, because yeah. you can't be talk- saying, oh, I'm, I'm getting depression over, you know, my ba- baby this, baby that. And the next minute you're, doing the opposite like you can't mm-hmm. i just think life you have to throw the energy you want back mm-hmm. i just feel like why don't you sort that out get stronger you know do sort that out and then mm-hmm. tackle social media mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing both at the same time and it's great yeah. if you can handle it and you've got that strength great but i personally see some people close to me that you know they speak to me and i'm just like okay you know well let me take it on board because it's important, like, you know, it's important. And a lot of people have come off, like, I've got friends that have had to withdraw their kids back off social media or have ste- mm. taken a step back at what they were doing because of, they didn't, they didn't know what would happen. Yeah. And they've seen it now after yeah. maybe like a couple of months. So they're like, you know what, let me take a step back. And that's great. But some people have also kept going because, you know, they can do it and they, it's great. Both ways are great, but I just think assess yourself. Assess yeah, no, what you can say, assess where you, you know, what, if you're, if you're competitive, if you're going to look at another, another mother, another yeah. um, wife and be like, she's mm. got this, I haven't got this. Then you're going to break yourself, my love. Like your marriage won't work. Yeah, your motherhood won't work. Like nothing's going to yeah. work. Like, mm. I mean, before me and my husband bought a house, I mean, other people bought their house before us. Yeah. Mm. Like we've got friends who had their houses first, yeah. but my mindset is not, I'm going to compete. I'm going to look at what people have because I am in a different zone. What I've been through, you haven't been through. What you've been through, I haven't been through. What the support you have, I haven't got. The support, you know, yeah. what, we're both different. Like you said, people are rich. Some people are poor. Yeah. I, I, I came from a different background. I've worked hard for everything I own. Yeah. I've, like, do you know what I mean? So I can't compare myself to anybody. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot look at somebody and be like, oh, like they've got this. I can't because that, that means my marriage will definitely not work. Mm. Because if I'm looking at someone's marriage, what they've had, I can't, my marriage will not work. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I, like, that's one thing I love from my husband. And that's one thing I always say, do you know what? I thank God for him is that he never, like, 
you know, people can have so much and he'll be, he'll be celebrating people. He will celebrate mm-hmm. when he hasn't got it. Like he, yeah. he celebrates every single one of his friends, families that achieve anything that even when he, he wants to achieve the same thing, but he will celebrate to the mm-hmm. highest mm-hmm. level. Like and huge. I've seen how far he's come in the yeah. space of time. Mm-hmm. And even people get blown away like about his achievements because I just feel like he, his mindset and where he is with God has just made him excel in so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I want to be. Like, I, that's what I look at. I'm just like, you know what? I don't compare myself to anyone on Instagram. Like I'm happy in my marriage. Like if it's dinner, we're going to, we're going to dinner. If yeah. I can't go to dinner, I'll make dinner in my home. Like yeah. I don't, I don't compare. Like last yeah. year I didn't go on any holidays. I don't think, did I? I can't remember. I planned to, I didn't. Things happened. I didn't go. You know, I had people that went on hundred holidays, but that's you. I mean, mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, I think a lot of people yeah. put pressure on themselves in their yeah. marriage, in yeah. everything. And I think that is where you go wrong is that because Instagram now, if you're going to look at everybody, I <laughs> love you're going to really break down. You're going to cry every day. Seriously. You're going to cry every day. And what people don't put their failures on Instagram, only, they only put their successes. You have to understand uh, someone's crying at night and posting the next morning. Say, my husband bought me a car. Maybe they cried last night because her husband cheated on them. You don't know that, uh, darling. Yeah. So don't look at what people are look, put on Instagram. Just focus exactly. on your marriage. And if it's bread you're going to eat, if it's, if it's down the road you're going to go to for holiday, go there mm-hmm. and be happy Nobody and just be content because you don't know what people are doing to get what they have. Exactly. You don't know what they're going through. So Definitely. I personally just, I'm content in my marriage, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever I've been through, I've been through. But happiness is number one in my marriage. And yeah. that is key for me so much so that I would rather have happiness over riches. Like, like I would trade yeah. anything to be, to maintain my happiness in my marriage. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that for yeah. me is just key. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like, yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. really, really important. I think something that just popped in my head was obviously there was this whole, I think a few weeks back, there was this whole thing of, oh, take me to Akasan, this and that. <laughs> and honestly, I just literally started laughing because I just thought, you know what? Yeah, marriage is not just all good. Like you go through stages in your marriage that mm-hmm. you will get to a point where you people will not even be able to afford chicken and chips. <laughs> what are you going to do then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how are you going to maintain that your Akasan that you're always going to? And I feel, I feel like the next, well, maybe this generation or the next generation, it's just, ah, by God's grace, it will not get worse. But I just feel it like is, it's, but it's, it's looking like the media yeah. is not making it any easier because everybody yeah. is like, oh, no, I want to go there. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. We should be able to go there. And it's like, no, cut your mm-hmm. coat according to your size. Exactly. You everybody's going through in their marriage like i could literally post a picture of me and my husband smiling exactly and you don't know that we've slapped each other last night exactly <laughs> but you know. so why do why are we this whole social media thing it's just it's just getting worse yeah it really is like when i get people dm me like oh my god you guys are goals and i literally have spent time exp- like i spend time with strangers <laughs> explaining <laughs> Please, I'm not, I'm not goals. God, yeah, no, I'm good that I'm happy, but I'm, I'm not your goals. Please let God be your goal. Like, I'm not your yeah. goal because yeah. me, listen, if you want, listen, I always say, if people want to trade places with me, not in my, because my marriage, I'm really happy and we've been through a lot, but I think that's one safe place in my life. <laughs> like I can say, but if someone wants to trade places with me, I don't think they, will, they might even survive. I, yeah, I just say this because exactly. I think pe- I smile mm-hmm. all the time. Like my husband smiles and people just see, this perfect thing mm. and I'm just like 
you do realize like you may have like a mother next to you that's helping you every day do you know what I mean yeah. that, that is a blessing that mm-hmm. means, like, that's a blessing I don't have that so mm-hmm. you're expecting your same it. goals let me mm-hmm. let me change roles to this girl mm-hmm. and I'm thinking do you know what you have like is this mad I just feel like people they'll just be saying all sorts on social media I just think it'll be great people educate people and like yeah. said you know what this is, this is but it's not it's not gonna happen people don't just people don't mm-hmm. speak the truth all the time on Instagram okay. people do not speak the truth all the time on Instagram mm-hmm. I mean even me myself what I put on Instagram half the, the my real life I will not put on Instagram yeah. like, do you know what I mean like yeah. the real yeah. deep things in my life what my life is about it's not on Instagram. My Instagram is just, I just post a picture and go because I'm trying to build a brand of my online business. That's yeah. the, re- the only reason why I actually push my Instagram. But mm-hmm. my deep real life, if you don't know me, you don't know my life. That's why I say, if you don't know me, there's no way you can look at my Instagram and think you know me. That's, yeah. I can guarantee, if you think you know me from my Instagram, you know. you're, you're shocked. You'll be, you'll be in for a shock because you don't know me. You do know me. And people argue with me like, oh, you put everything on Instagram, I'm like, darling, if I tell, I, if I'm telling you my real life, I can tell you don't even know my name. <laughs> like that's how yeah. deep it is. You don't yeah. even know my name for you to think you know me. So for me, I just feel like I, I know Instagram so much. I just feel like, you know what, well, let me just live my life and be happy and just not look at Instagram mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this, I think like, I, I get so many people that literally want to get married because of what they're seeing. And I'm just like, yeah. wow. Like you're not seeing how deep work. Yeah. Them. Like, yeah. People are getting yeah. married in two months because they see they go meet someone in two months, they're getting married because they, they see marriage. And I'm just mm. like as much as I'm I'm an advocate for marriage, like, oh, everybody is great. Yeah. Don't go marry the wrong person or you're going to die. Like, do exactly. not go marry the wrong person because it's worse than not marrying. <laughs> like, do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it's worse than not being it's worse that's, that's, that's than the key. Oh, yeah. Right there. Yeah. The wrong marrying the wrong person is, is worse than not being the, married. Yeah. Yes. Because 100%. at least if you're not, you have saved yourself from a lot of stuff. Oh. A lot. A lot. And, and in fact, two weeks ago, God gave me a word and he was like, um, so he's, he's given me something. So Victoria, don't worry, it's coming. It's just after three <laughs> years, okay? And three it's years. You're one now. <laughs> it's called the Wife Life Academy. And it's, it's um, he said that I, you need to start this to save your community and I was like my community like I'm, I'm in education like you know what's, what's this but I don't know I don't know what it is but I just feel like especially for young black girls mm. and the almost obsession with the idea of having a wedding but mm-hmm. not necessarily knowing how to be a wife yep. is something that could Preach. actually really destroy us Yep. And, you know, if you look at the whole, like, Bella Niger culture and all of that stuff, it's, 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 it's actually affecting people who are younger and younger. Yep. And I've been doing, um, like, some mentoring sessions with 14-year-olds. And one of these girls, very bright, very intelligent, she goes to a grammar school. And she, at the moment, she doesn't want to go back to school in September because she feels like she, she is not good enough. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, your grades are up. And mm. such was like... You know, it's the way I look. I don't look like those oh. Instagram girls who get married. And I was like, what Instagram girls? I was huh? like, I, was, I said, okay. So uh, pretend that a genie, in fact, forget genie. God gives you three prayer points. What do you want? And she literally chose to change her, her nose for her body to be more curvy and for her hair to be long. And I oh. was just like, I was like, she said, and then she actually used the term, I just basically need a glow up. 
And I was like, you're 14. Yeah, how many did you even reach this, puberty? This, this, this curve that you're fixed. I, I was, I said, me, before I got mm. married, I was doing squats and pain. Before you know it, that thing will come so big. You don't even, you don't you even have to control it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like all about what she's, her mind Looks, and her yeah. eyes are, yeah. are being fed. Yeah. That and like, I just want to be that kind of woman so someone can marry me and I can have this wedding. Yeah. And it's like, I know. Man. There's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot. There's so much. Yeah. Like, do you know, before I got married in one of my counseling sessions, and um, I'm not going to lie, before I, before I got married, because we, we had been dating for so long and mm-hmm. we're so, like, we're friends, we were like, we won't get married until our finances are really good. Like, that was a thing. Like, we want our finances to be really good and mm-hmm. our career to be, like, here before we get married. That's, I mean, we, we dated for like, mm-hmm. what? about eight years i mean that's never done anyway but <laughs> but like um, it was all because we wanted this first and we wanted to yeah. do and we just we wanted to say so that you know we could do our wedding really nice and, and i remember mm. my pastor giving us this um word this prophetic word in one of our counseling sessions and he was like god told me tell you guys to not focus on your wedding like like don't 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 be so materialistic for your wedding mm. but make him the center of your what your day that's yeah. what god told him tell us that we need mm-hmm. to we need to stop obsessing over the wedding and yeah. like that was before we even that was the, before the wedding that we shouldn't yeah. we should obsess over the wedding we should put him first mm-hmm. and i remember me and my husband literally saying to him oh my god how did you how did you know this like mm-hmm. because we were so like we want i want this cut like i was proper like cut this color like before i, yeah. I got married and when he said that, like, we literally just stopped everything. Yeah. We just, like, we just realized, oh, my God, like, the wedding is nothing. Like, we just need to pray and just literally, it's, it's the marriage. That's and we it. started, like, focusing on that so much. And I promise you, yeah, like, every time people have, like, DM'd me, oh, I watched your wedding. It was so beautiful. It must, you must have spent so much. And I literally, like... That's one I was so scared before to go on YouTube to actually like talk about my wedding. I never did that. I never went off mm. after my wedding video to go on YouTube and be like, this is what happened. Because I didn't I didn't feel brave enough. But I should yeah. have done this because I honestly, like honestly speaking, like everything in my wedding was cheaper than we like yeah. how much we spent, people that came in our lives. Like I like my cousin is married to our photographer in our wedding my cousin mm-hmm. my closest cousin mm-hmm. met her husband they're married now wow and, like the bonds that were formed at my wedding the like the things that mm-hmm. happened at my wedding like it was such god like god was there like i keep saying yeah. it's like god was there like god was present yeah. like, oh. so i don't want to talk bad about family or nothing like that but there were so much issues with the wedding like it nearly got cancelled it was so much stress Mm. but somehow on the day when the wedding was done everybody was touched by the wedding like and I promise you like I, I thought I was gonna I was angry on like the day before there was so much that could have gone wrong yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. yet and yet God was there so much so like it, God was there like we felt God there mm. and we lost family after our wedding we lost family we lost friends like people were so angry at us that we did, I, I, it, like, 
you know, I don't know if you've ever seen thing in this to me that people I don't know lost if, friends and family after. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt this in your life, but when things have gone so well, yet everybody close well, not everybody, some people close to you have tried to say the worst things of it. Yeah. We've got people cut people cut us off, like family cut us off. Because like you just don't I just don't understand till today. I look back and I just think, what did we do? Like people are like, you were so rude. And I'm like, I've watched my video back. I've, I've asked people. And everyone's like, you didn't do anything. You didn't. Like, it's just weird. But I just felt like God was there. And what happened yeah. to happen that day happened that day. And it was just my pastor saying that to us. That yeah. literally changed the whole thing. Because yeah. we were so, fa- you know, we were so fascinated by this. And what she <laughs> and what this. And literally <laughs> within a second, we realized that what was important was not the wedding. Like, yeah. that was not important. That was the least of the problem. And yet mm. God showed himself so faithful, like to say, do you know what? You guys had so much issues. But I'm going to make this day so beautiful that mm. people will watch it and be touched. That's like, day like, like yeah. people watched it and like DM, I had so many people message me like, oh my God, I was so touched by this. You know, like you guys are so beautiful. Your relationship, I can feel your bond. And people felt our friendship. Uh, like I, I didn't pretend anything. Like the mm. dance, nothing was faked mm. in my wedding. I can honestly say I didn't fake anything. We didn't practice anything. Literally, we didn't even have a rehearsal. That's how bad mm. it was. We didn't have a rehearsal. We did not have a wedding rehearsal. You know, like the entry, like all this, we didn't have a rehearsal, like a, a wedding entrance yeah. rehearsal. Let's come in and see. We didn't have one. Um, but everything looked like it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I just think God was there and I was just so grateful. But it's just like the weddings are, wedding is beautiful. If you have the money, put it in. But honestly, people shouldn't, if you don't have the money, yeah. do the smallest wedding, make it beautiful. Yeah. Just focus on God because people are having big weddings and breaking up the next year. You know, it's not... I can't even talk because I had a big wedding, but I could afford it. I mean, I could afford it and I didn't want to offend anyone. I didn't want to. So we invite people not to offend our parents. Yeah. There was lots of issues with our guest lists because this one had to be invited. This uncle here had to be invited. Otherwise, this, you know, we had lots of issues. So in the end, we did make a big wedding. But I'm I'm still for small weddings. I'm still, if someone wants to have a small wedding, I'm like, go for it. Because... I didn't say it doesn't matter. The wedding doesn't matter. As long as God is there and God is in the marriage, that's what mm-hmm. is important. So mm-hmm. it's not like, it, oh, I want to go and loan money to do my wedding. So it's big. No, like I would definitely say, do what you can do and make it just God focused. Because yes. you can have 10 people at your wedding and it will still touch the whole world. Do you know what I mean? Like God will be there and your marriage will blossom and people will be inspired by your life and your wedding and your, your marriage, not even your wedding, your marriage. So I just mm-hmm. feel like young people who always listen to this, please don't marry, like marriage is not a wedding. Do you know what I mean? Marriage is not a wedding. So pray to God to find you the right man to get married to. And even yeah. if it's like just a court wedding to sign papers, Girl. It's, do I it. <laughs> Quick, sign the paper, let's go home. Yeah, yeah. do it. Because... You know what? Like, the, the, when it comes to a wedding, like, even me, when I think back to, to us, I think because I was like, oh, the first daughter, it was, you know, and sometimes the first daughter is everybody's daughter, <sighs> not just your parents' daughter. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So there was so much, like, expectation and stuff. And I look back now and I'm like, so much could have been like as beautiful as it was so much could have been cut out like yeah. there are so many things that 
could have been put together for like our house deposit or like you know things like that or you know school fees for our kids that i like there's like things that are gonna be long lasting yeah even things that will now help like our next generation like sometimes i even feel like that wedding we were eating eating our children's money but it's just it's just if you could just get your head around the perspective of that and be like yeah because i promise you people will come to a wedding and they will be angry anyway they're going to leave home and have bad things to say about it anyway exactly (laughs) you know and then and you've you've just spent the the night and your money feeding these people as well so it's just it's just if we can just look at what is most important and help 100 to do that and have people who are on board you know like even your husband's mom, let her have that same vision too, because otherwise. <laughs> I think my choice, the choice I had was either get a house or have a wedding. Mm. And I, I chose the right like, thing, my love. Let's let's go to the registry. I want the house. <laughs> like I don't 100%. understand. For me to be entertaining people that are gonna chat shit anyway. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> That was a good decision. Very good. To advise advice Priscilla says that Priscilla's advice is ladies, pray for the right husband. Pray for God to be in the center of your marriage. Not the wedding or the marriage. Mm. Pray because those are very important things. I don't think Priscilla said. Uh, what's the word? Marrying wrong. Marrying the wrong person is worse mm. than not being married yeah. at all. There is no age limit on marriage. Obviously, as women, we're like, oh, yeah, body clock, body clock, body clock. But honestly, guys, not everybody's a woman to be married. So take whatever God gives you. If you don't marry, you're not going to die. And if you are going to get married, there's no rush. You're better off waiting longer and getting with the right person then yeah and getting with the wrong person and damaging your mental health exactly damages your mental health there's a lot of things that you know there's a lot of bad things that can come out of being with a being with the wrong person which we never Mm. and um yeah and then mrs b she's got the wife life academy coming up sit in two years guys (laughs) you have to wait i'm passing down for everybody don't worry (laughs) (laughs) for the young ladies up there Mm. and guys even yeah 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 they'll be on it too (laughs) yeah now if you've got any advice go for it so something specifically um is when it comes to marriage this is one of the things that's in the course is um to respect the idea of culture but to not let it define your marriage i tell you i tell you i hate it <sighs> yeah. but people are picking and choosing culture right now anyway carry yeah. on <laughs> Okay. So, um, and 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 even though like the whole wife life academy is not specifically Christian, mm-hmm. but it's important to know what like 
is the driving force in your marriage and for me anyway that has to be christ because the cultural aspect can come and override everything that is faith-based and once that happens it feeds into everything and i don't even just mean culture as in like the country i'm talking about culture in terms of like the mindset of the person you're with and even for for the us as as, as the wives ourselves like you know what cultures are you taking into the marriage with you that should have been dropped before you crossed that mm-hmm. threshold you know there's a lot of things that we carry for no reason whatsoever and it almost becomes generational and yeah. i remember mm-hmm. my pastor giving an example of like the reason why like one lady kept cooking rice a certain way and it's because her grandma did it that way and her grandma did it that way and her grandma did it that way because <laughs> the size of the pot she she could afford was that particular size so she's always oh. doing two cups of thing for rice no matter even though she now has bigger pots but it's you know that's the cultural thing that had been ingrained in her mind and like that's just a a typical example of of when it comes to cooking but even like the way you think about other things like if you're Mm -hmm. a wife and you're you're believing that oh culture i need to be submissive to my husband you kind of ignore the fact that that doesn't mean you're not allowed to express your opinions or reach your goals or have um visions for yourself as a woman like yes exactly you may just say culture was never made for women (laughs) culture were made against women <laughs> i'm telling you <laughs> what you're saying yeah you you're preaching you're preaching <laughs> there's so much that we need to learn like we have to pick and choose what we want for our ourselves to define our marriage like what are we going to drop and what are we going to pick up and that also means you know you can adapt and embrace what you see other cultures do and, and typical example was being like you know around this group of friends because they are my school friends I literally grew up with them but different cultures like Jewish and all these Oibos and like they don't do like big birthday parties for their one-year-olds and you know us is whole party and think it's just our culture is what we're used to but I learned so much from them that like they would rather do small party and then the thousands that you would use to like maybe hire a hall and you know by the time they've told you the price for one cooler of jollof or something you know all the all <laughs> photographer and everything for the, for the baby that's going to be asleep for half of it anyway and you've know, got three outfit, outfit changes planned and me i'm preaching to myself because i did the same thing for my first right but but all of that money they now put into trust funds <laughs> let me tell you something yeah my friends were the one that we just did the baby shower for. She got married two years ago. Their wedding gift was their house, their mortgage free house in North London. And that's because from birthday number one, there was no big, big, big parties like that. They literally, in their garden or thing, called five, six of their closest friends. The kids have mac and cheese or whatever they have. They all enjoy together. No that's one can say that they enjoy themselves, you know. That wow. and you know, and that's that's a cultural thing. So for me, I was like, that's that's part of culture we need to embrace in our marriage. Hundred percent. The way we are doing things, you know. Yeah. So, but then, so it's 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 good to keep the things that we want to respect about our culture, and don't feel like you need to hold on to everything that I dropped that time ago. The meaning, mm-hmm. and you know, so. <laughs> yeah so yeah culture anyway is one of the courses <laughs> so 
there's there's a lot and 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 I also feel like you know wife life is a journey and when I was when I went through that year six of marriage God really opened my eyes and showed me that the way we should see our husbands is almost like you know Russian dolls so like you you open one and there's another one inside open one there's another one inside okay cool and there's so many inside as wives as helpers of our husbands our role is literally to help unravel the best of the best inside of him and to not feel like whatever he is now is the final product like there's always a work in him as there is always a work in us going on and we need to help each other work on ourselves exactly. to be the people God has called us to be so I just yes. wanted to add something before we go because yeah. I know it's two minutes left like my pastor mentioned something that when I was in counseling it has stayed in our heads like literally the whole entirety of our marriage so far and he said in a marriage right people think you meet me halfway you don't mm -hmm. each person is supposed to go the whole way 100 percent and he said the only way for everybody in a marriage to actually give like them like the perfect marriage would be your husband doing everything to please you you doing everything mm -hmm. to please him in everything so That's like right. even in house like house chores my husband like my, my pastor he does the cooking because he mm -hmm. he loves it more mm -hmm. so it's not like oh because wives are supposed to cook even though I like cooking, I'm going to sit there and let my, husband, my wife suffer and cook every day yeah, yeah. and literally not enjoy it. He cooks. Mm. He also has more time because of his work. He has mm. more time, so he cooks. The wife also does more cleaning because she loves it. And yeah. he's like, every time they do anything, he literally gives his all because it's okay. like, you know what? She gives her all. And they've been married for 20-something years. They got married at 18 or so. Wow. and it's so beautiful to see that they still do so much together like they literally travel and they're still best friends and it's beautiful to see and I just felt like wow like after that many years people are normally sick they're like oh you go here you do this like <laughs> and they still like uh, next to each other every day hugs oh we're going to Spain for holiday oh we like they're still so close and I just yeah. felt like you know that's what I wanted to say like yeah. oh, I just see thing is 50 50 um I've always thought, oh, I, I, you meet me halfway. Like I come halfway, you come halfway, we meet. Yeah. And he was like, no, you both should give 100%. Like, yeah. in your sex life. Like, he's just like, a lot of beliefs in, like, marriage is that, like, let's say, I'm going to try and, obviously, I'm going to be a bit more, on, I'm going to be honest and just, mm -hmm. we're not kids anyway. Is yeah. that, like, you know, like, the girls, women tend to do more in, like, in, the sexual aspect than a man mm -hmm. would do. So it's easy for women to do everything, you know, do, do like, I don't know, whatever they do. Mm -hmm. And men yeah. kind of receive. That's the yeah. cultural sex in a marriage. For, mm -hmm. in, 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 Af well, in African cultures anyway, yeah. I think, yeah. from what I've seen, a woman yeah. gives in a sex, in sex and marriage. So the woman mm -hmm. would give and the man just receives because they're the man. Yeah. And when we, we discuss sex, we learn about sex. And he was like, no, a man is supposed to give 100% in sex That's and he's supposed to give 100% in sex. There's no, you know, I'm the man, so I don't do this. I can't do yeah. this. I, do. I don't I, like it. Everything. Yeah, yeah. you do everything. Nothing you don't I like. You like everything. Everything. And he was like, <laughs> like yeah. he was like, that's what he said. He was like, you're supposed to please your woman. Basically, yeah. in sex, you're supposed to be like, yeah. what was she like? What was yeah. she like? And you, the, yeah. the girl, like what would he like what would he like exactly yeah you both have a brilliant sex life it's not yeah. like mm, you know what you kiss my toes i can't get yeah. you to the man of this house i can't 
So it's like, I think that mentality is what damages a marriage. Mm. Like, like I can literally call my husband now and be like, oh, um, like I, oh, can you wash the dishes that's in the sink for me, please? I left it. Mm-hmm. And he would just be like, oh yeah, sure. Like, and yeah. wash it. He can do the same thing. He can call me from work and be like, oh, I saw for like okra and did it. And I would make it. Yeah. yeah. Any type of way. Like mm. I, I've been in front of family and I've asked my husband, oh, can you please like take the bin out? Cause I was washing or something. And I've had family be like, why would you tell your husband you that? Why are you telling That's him to so take it? Go and take it yourself. You too, so why are you going? Mm-hmm. What kind of, what are you advising here? Because honestly, we work so well together because I can ask him anything politely yeah. and he would be so happy to do it. And he can yeah. likewise ask me anything politely. Mm-hmm. And I will jump for joy to yeah. do it. Like, yeah. that's how we work. <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. When there's love and respect in it, not, oh, go through this. Of course. But there's love and respect in it, then why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's just what it is. Like, the whole, no, I don't cook, I'm a man. I don't yeah. wash, I'm a man. I don't no. sleep, I'm a man. It's so toxic. And I'm a woman, so I did it. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it, yes, we have our roles, our God-given roles. The head yeah. of the household, you're su- supposed to be, you know, the submissive wife who kind of supports the helper. But it's not literal that you do not cook. You do not like. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. people take yeah. it so literal and take mm-hmm. it yeah. so. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's culture mixed with the Bible. That's I don't exactly know what, what it is. I was about to say that's where culture, culture mixes with into Bible it. And they're not making it like some. Like slavery, or so. I don't know what it is, but they've yeah, made it it's so. Slavery, it's culture. It's, it's the become culture. something yeah. so so toxic, and I think that's what mm-hmm. it is. Is that when you're all so open to supporting each other hundred percent in a marriage, yeah. it works so beautifully. Like, mm-hmm. like my husband loves cleaning. Like he loves cleaning in my household, but I don't think he likes cooking. I can see that man doesn't like cooking. <laughs> so like, literally, and I love cooking, but literally, he'd be like. Oh, let's eat this today. Oh, I fancy this today. Let's cook this. And me too, I'll be there because I love food. Okay, yeah, let me mm. cook. So I love cooking. He's going to wash up. cleaning. Yeah, he loves yeah. cleaning. No, but I will clean it. Like, if I cook, I'll clean the kitchen. Yeah. I'm just the kind of person. I'll just cook and clean. But, like, yeah. he would literally do the bath. Like, he loves cleaning. So, he would wake, like, Saturdays, he would do hoovering. He would, I wake mm. up and I started doing all the house chores. Because yeah. he just loves cleaning. So, I... I 100% never complain about cooking the most in my house. Like, I cook mm-hmm. maybe 95% in my household. Like, mm-hmm. because, but I know he does so much of the so cleaning much in my more. house. Like, yeah. He, yeah. Loves, he, he does so much of the cleaning that there's nothing wrong with me be, like cooking every day because he, I don't have to hoover. Like, my house, I, I think I can count how many times I've hoovered in my, on my hand. I don't, mm-hmm. I barely don't hoover because I don't do mm-hmm. it. That is not. But he I does it happily. Do it the way he likes it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just loves cleaning and it works. It works. If he couldn't clean, he'd be like, oh, can you clean the bathroom today? And I'd just go do it because yeah. it's fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. this whole culture has mm. just changed. It so, ruins like, a lot are, of things. It, it ruins so many things. Especially 100%. with our generation. With the older generation, it works for them. But where Maybe, but even that, some of them are not happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're with our generation where everyone is a lot more open. Women are doing more stuff, and it's just like, well, you can't mm-hmm. expect that kind of yeah. arrangement because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And what you said, Priscilla, was right. Um, what your pastor said, you know, in terms of you both have to meet meet each other all the way, not just halfway, yeah. all the yeah. way. 
on both sides yeah. it's being kind to each other it's loving and respecting each other exactly. and one thing that I remember when I before we even got married was I always I've always even to this day said to my husband I don't want a marriage I don't want culture I don't want none of that I want a partnership I want something that works for us I want something mm. that we can work together on and mm. it works for the both of us without anybody else getting involved but um like you said culture gets involved and then that's when people start throwing everything out you know I remember even um when I was looking for a therapist I was specifically I knew what I had I was like I don't want a therapist that's Christian I don't want a therapist that's you know African or anything I just wanted someone that was gonna have something to say but don't bring culture into it don't bring religion into it because those two things I feel like when they meet each other Mm. there's always clashes and then everyone starts Mm. picking and choosing what they want to follow rather than just doing the right thing yeah Mm. rather than just doing the right thing and what works for you so exactly um typical example is um at our church we have um uh like is it couples away and like Mm, before we got married yeah yeah, our friends who got married before us you know every year they would go and then like you know we finally got married like yeah we can go (laughs) i never forget the first one they always bring like a guest preacher or guest Mm. speaker whatever to come and um it was one african couple and the guy was like, um, it came to the, the concept of sex. And he was like, you know, um, you know, as good Christians, you know, wives, even if you don't feel like it, you just do it. You know, hey, hey. please don't stand. That's right. And that was, that, that exactly. And that day, my husband and I looked at each other and we were so disappointed because we were like, this is our first mm. experience of this. Mm. And this, this is what they're telling us. And like, my husband, remember, he was, he was Muslim, so he he's new to the faith and new to everything. And he's mm. like, is this what is this what you know? So that yeah. day, whilst we were still on that retreat, I just went to Google and I went and I typed in English, but I still wanted Christian. Yeah. I wanted English Christian marriage retreats, and then I found um this this one called Time for Marriage, and we go. We've never missed one every single year we go, and it is literally straight Bible biblical principles about marriage no culture because obviously they don't have culture so there's no um thing of you know you kneel down for this and it's literally marriage christ's way without any other things sprinkled Mm. on it and it it literally what um priscilla was saying you know about sex about everything that whole thing of giving it 100 percent and then um considering whose role is it anyway and there are no roles that are set in stone like yeah, if I take out the roles. I don't need to you know it's not a thing of if my husband takes out the bin it's like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a horrible woman because I asked him to take out the bin you know mm-hmm. in-laws everyone will have something to say but like what you said Victoria you and um, your husband have made out a plan right. of in our mm-hmm. partnership this is what works for us and sometimes and even your friends will exactly. have something to say even your siblings will have something to say mm-hmm. but at the end of the day they are not in your marriage and mm-hmm. Priscilla, you know when you said i've had my experiences you would not be able to handle my yeah. life you know and that's exactly how it is with marriage like this is what god gave us <laughs> and we will know how to work it you yeah. know trust so, me 
it is so important to just be confident in the decisions that you guys make as well. As long as you know that it's Christ who's helped you make those decisions, mm, then yeah. no one can say anything about, you know, your choices. So I was yeah. going to invite, um, I was going to invite, cause my past is actually like a marriage. Like I, I want to know why, how he, I guess his own experience of marriage and then he studied mm-hmm. so much. So he does, he, we have guest speakers, but he actually is the main speaker on our like marriage. I've only been, once because I think the year that we got married either we went away or something like that but I went so we went last year Mm -hmm. and that's when like he had like all these like 10 steps of like how he believes what would build a strong marriage and I was just like some of the things he said I would never have thought a pastor and like so he's African but he was kind of brought up here Mm -hmm. yeah he's Nigerian but he was brought up here um and he hasn't really got the mentality I, I should say yeah. that, that yeah. typical yeah. mentality so mm-hmm. yeah and um certain things that he just says I'm just like I've never hear any African say it in my life mm-hmm. like yeah. he was literally mm-hmm. like oh um like people should even like go out of their homes to like different places and experience sex with their husbands and mm-hmm. wives yeah. and I used to think mm-hmm. no one will even mention sex in an African home yeah. like I don't know like it's an abomination yeah and yeah. the things he was saying about sex the things he was saying about dating like him and his mm-hmm. wife still go on date every other week they have yeah. a child like it's just like I was just like wow okay marriage like this is the kind of marriage I want to hear like do you know what I mean I don't yeah. want every day yeah. I'm hearing you be, don't listen to your husband if your husband have, says this I'm just husband. like I used to think I used to think ah uh, mm. these people are trying to kill my vibe but like yes, he yes, made yes. me really understand like literally it's an it's just understanding each other and communicating yeah. that was yeah. what he made me understand and I loved it I just thought you know what like that that was great teaching like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just felt like yeah it, it, it resonated with my heart I just thought okay I, I, that can work and my husband's like yeah this can work we can discuss everything mm-hmm. and if you if you're happy with it yeah if I'm happy with it yeah and that yeah. was it and since then that's how we work whether mm-hmm. like a mother or a father thinks this we don't mm-hmm. we just listen to it and we just hear it and it exactly. goes out the other way and then we yeah. come to our home and then we continue yeah, our own it. thing exactly. yeah like yeah yeah literally it's just like like I, I think I remember when um I think I passed my driving test before my husband but we weren't married at that time it was it was like girlfriend and boyfriend I think so and now I barely drive because I hate driving like me I hate <laughs> driving Mm-hmm. I hate driving with a passion. So like, I think even like my husband would drive and he's happy driving me. Like the mm-hmm. thing is that if someone's happy, they're happy. Do you know what I mean? Like people <laughs> always make a big, like, why doesn't she ever drive? Like, you can drink alcohol so she can drive. And my husband's like, no, I'm not going to drink too much because I like, I drive. Like I'm the one going to drive. And they're like, no, no, mm-hmm. she, she drives. So you drink so that she can drive. And then they'll come and What's tell going? me like, your husband's drinking today so you can drive. My husband knows that he can't drink too much because he drives. Exactly. I don't like driving. He's happy. Like he's even helped him because he doesn't now he doesn't even drink that much. Let like let mar- don't be a third person in someone's marriage. I don't know That's why Africans it. like to be the third person in a marriage. Because they know better like, and they know everything. No, but they'll be they will be like they will just put their mouth into it so deep and you're thinking, if we break up today, if we divorce and it was because mm. of you, how would, would you, you feel? Happy? Yeah. Yeah, because they yeah. like to be so strong in someone's mouth like they they their views mm-hmm. oh like every time i go to an african party or an african like one of our like family something i always get offended and i just keep quiet like someone has to say something that offends me and i just feel like mm-hmm. why do you feel the need to speak this like to say this out loud why mm-hmm. like for you mm-hmm. to have thought about it and said it was okay for me to say 
Mm. And it, it baffles me because I would mm. never say that to anybody in my life. I would like, even if I thought that I would find a better way, but they would just say it. There was like yeah. loads of people around and they would just say it. And I just feel like this culture thing Don't is really damaging. <laughs> no, it's just no, literally, I, since I got closer to God, yeah, I literally, my mouth has become quiet. Like I used to be very vocal, even on social media. If someone started on social media, I will, you will not hear the last. I would be on my story like, how do you think you can cut? Like I would be yeah. on my, it's like yeah. I was, listen, even my uni, everyone knows me. Like you could, like I had a mouth. But now I think God has really helped me because I've prayed so much here. Now I'm just like, you know, I can tolerate things. Like my sister, yeah. on the other hand, I think that's my why sister, I need to wear because my <laughs> sister, you cannot say anything, go free. She will finish the like she will she will just and I've been telling mm-hmm. her, listen, just try. But I just feel like sometimes people do Some people need that humbling experience. People I guess do. they do. I guess they do. It's just, it's, it, I'm just happy. Like I've literally been able to detach myself this far. And me and my husband, mm-hmm. we understand each other. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think maybe God works the way he works for a reason. Like maybe God knows the reason why we are just us, like in our mm-hmm. little bubble and not too mm-hmm. much around us. Like we don't have too much fun around us. Yeah. God knows maybe that's the way we would work better. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. we both understand each other. Maybe God knows if we had that, maybe we wouldn't have lasted three years. Maybe yeah. you never know. Sure. So <laughs> I just accept everything I've been given. I'm always thankful to God for everything I have. Even when I'm struggling, I'm thankful because I know maybe my struggles have brought me this far. So I just I just accept everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As long as me and my husband are Happy. getting stronger and we're building our relationship, I thank God for everything that comes my way. <laughs> and now that's all like that's my mentality. Like Anything comes my way, as long as me and my husband are in it together and we're going through it and it's work, you know, we just accept mm. it. We just thank God for it because mm-hmm. we always have come out stronger. I've, like everything we've been through, mm. we've come out stronger. So I'm just like, you know what? Let me just accept it and just yeah. stay with it. Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Guys, I have to go soon. No, we're rounding up. We're rounding up. No, let's round up. This, yes. this, is, this is probably one of the <laughs> longest episodes. <laughs> It's been, I've never had to like for a third time come back. <laughs> I know, I know. No, know but it's been amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's been. I feel like I pray this touches somebody and it brings value yeah, to someone. It's been so. such an insightful and amazing conversation. It's just been. I just love the flow. Really, like I feel like yeah. we've for like years and we're just bantering. I know. Flow, so I like it. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. So no, but thank you so much, guys, for joining us on this episode. It's been amazing. It's been insightful. I just love everything about this episode. I'm like, <laughs> No, thank you for inviting us. Thank you for no, inviting us because but, um, yeah, this is I'm going to put um, both of your, well, Mrs. B is not on Instagram, but yeah. wherever you can find her. Well, the, you have websites or anything? The, the Wife Life Master Course page is still up there. I just haven't. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, that's still there. Okay. Well, I'll add the link um, to Priscilla's yeah. Instagram and also Mrs. B's Instagram for everyone, anyone that's wanted to have a chat with them. Um, yeah. Their contact details will obviously be on the Instagram if you ever need to get in touch with them. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in with, with us on this episode. Mm-hmm. And we will see you, hear you. Mrs. B, you how do I reach you? On the as next well? one. <laughs> yeah. We should all keep in touch, guys. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>